teach an old dog a new trick. I think it's time to sit, stay, listen. Welcome to Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society. I'm your host, Kate Sayall, certified professional dog trainer, coming to you from Forward Radio 106.5 FM. At Sit, Stay, Listen, we are here to answer your questions about your pets, their behavior, and why they do what they do. So be sure to send those questions to our email, behavior at kyhumane.org, or to the Kentucky Humane Society Facebook page. Forward Radio is listener-supported, so if you like this program, you can visit our website, forwardradio.org, hit that donate button to support Sit, Stay, Listen, and all of the other programs on Forward Radio. Before I even jump into my show today, I have some really exciting news. In the Community Behavior Department at the Kentucky Humane Society, we are returning to in-person group classes. So if you've been waiting to get your dog into an obedience class with other humans, around other dogs, we have those available. So visit our website, kyhumane.org. On the dog training page under the services tab, you will be able to find our schedule of upcoming classes. You can enroll online or you can call my office directly, 502-253-2883 to get involved in a class. And we are still offering those virtual classes. We do still have private training options as well. So if you're looking for training options for your dog, reach out. We are happy to help. So on today's episode, there are two topics that I'd like to talk about. First, I want to talk about babysitters, both for humans in households that have dogs and also for our dogs. A couple of episodes ago, we talked about traveling and I wanted to take some time to talk about our dogs that may not necessarily travel with us or how we can decide if they should travel with us, and if they don't, how we can make a decision about the best options for our dog. And then in a similar theme, talking about traveling, I'm going to start to talk a little bit about traveling in a very big way. How can you start to help your dog if you are going to be making a move, if you are moving to a new home with your pet? That's a huge topic, so I'm just going to scratch the surface on that a little bit, but we'll talk about that a little more later in this episode. So I want to get started by talking about babysitters. I got a really great question from a parent who is just returning to post-COVID life and sent an email asking about having a babysitter come over and look after her toddler. She and her partner are about to go out to dinner for the very first time, and they brought home a dog during COVID, just like so many other people. And I was really excited to get this email because this parent was proactive enough to actually think about the fact that they were leaving this dog home with a babysitter and their toddler, something that they had never done before. Now, rather than getting into the very specific details of this family, I wanted to talk about this topic in general because I think that it is something that's going to be relevant to so many families out there with kids, with dogs in the home, and 
so many of you all out there, maybe with brand new dogs in the home, who've never been around your kids with anybody other than just you. And yes, part of the reason I was so excited to get this question is that I just went through this myself, too. So if you've been listening to this show for long enough, you have started to figure out that the name of the game for almost everything that we do is management. You want to try and be ahead of things and not give your dog the opportunity to get themselves into trouble in the first place. So spotting potential problems before they happen. So when we're in a circumstance where we have a lot of variables, lots of moving parts, like kids, like animals, we want to take whatever steps that we can to simplify things. Take potential problems or risk factors off the table. So even if you have animals in your home that are pretty laid back, that are easy, tend to do pretty well, you want to try to limit or eliminate the possibility that you're going to have any potential challenges. And the other thing to keep in mind is that when you have somebody else in your home looking after your home and all of the living creatures in it, you want to try and make life as easy for them as possible. The fewer things they have to worry about, the more comfortable they're going to be and the easier it is for them to focus on your child, their responsibilities, and the things that they need to worry about. They won't have to have their attention split in lots and lots of different directions. So, all of that said, when I have somebody staying and looking after my little one, I have made the decision to put my dogs up. So, they are either in a crate or behind the gate in one of the rooms where they are happy and comfortable. So essentially, my dogs have several spaces in my house that are separated but not isolated, where they have fluffy, comfortable beds, they have access to water, they can see and hear what's going on in the home, but they are separated from all of the activity from where my daughter is playing and running, they don't have to be involved and they can relax. And where my babysitter or my in-laws or whoever is looking after my little one doesn't have to also navigate a toddler working around dogs and managing all of those moving pieces and bodies. There's a lot going on. So that's generally what I recommend people do. In those cases, it is important that you have an appropriate spot set up for your dog and that they are comfortable in that space. And for a lot of dogs, you might already have that space set up in your house. And that's particularly important if you have little ones in your home. It is at the top of the list of the things that I recommend if you have young children, if you're expecting a new baby, that you set your dog up with a safe space where they can go without being bothered. They have a safe, comfortable, 
child-free or bother-free zone. This is also really important if you have a brand new puppy in the house and an adult dog, that your adult dog has somewhere that they can settle where the puppy cannot go. And often that means having your puppy in a smaller space so that your puppy cannot go bother your adult dog. But however that works out, making sure that your dog has a safe, happy, comfortable space to be, where they can settle, and you can practice good management while you are away from home for a couple of hours. And before you leave, make sure that you have given your dog adequate opportunity to go out, to go potty, that they have gotten appropriate exercise and enrichment, and that they are ready to settle. So make sure that you set them up to be successful and to be ready to relax. And you know your dog best. If your dog doesn't do well with new people, if your dog struggles when they're left home alone, these are all very important considerations. So keep all these things in mind when you decide where you're going to put your dog when there is somebody home looking after your little one, and make the decision that is going to be the best, the safest, and the most comfortable for your whole family. Now moving forward with babysitters for your dog. Now a lot of us travel, especially this time of year, and sometimes we're fortunate enough to get to take our dogs with us. For a lot of us, that is the goal, and that's ultimately what we would prefer to do. However, that might not always be possible due to where we're going or really what's most comfortable or best for our dog. And there are a lot of considerations when we are trying to determine how we're going to travel and whether we're going to bring our dog with us, whether we are going to board our dog, have a pet sitter come to our home, or what scenario is going to be best. And I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about some of those options, some things to consider, and hopefully help you make the decision that is going to be best for your dog and your family. When I travel, I take my dogs almost every single time. I've been traveling with my dogs for many, many years at this point. However, that is not always possible, even for me. There have also been circumstances for some of my dogs where it really hasn't always been the best option for them. And there are a lot of things that we want to consider when we're looking at whether or not we want to take a dog with us. The first thing you want to do is look at your dog. Is this something that my dog wants to do? Some dogs just aren't suitable for travel or road trips. Some dogs get car sick. Some dogs struggle with anxiety. They might have behavior challenges like reactivity. They may have a history of aggression towards humans or other dogs. Or they may be getting up in age. And even if they've gone in the past and as much as they might think they want to go, a long road trip might be really tough on their bodies. So these are decisions that we need to make for our dogs. And sometimes, as much as we would love to bring them along, ultimately leaving them at home is the best possible decision for them. And particularly if your dog has behavior challenges, 
like aggression or reactivity issues, bringing them along is probably not an appropriate or a safe decision for you, your dog, or the general public, and leaving them at home is going to be the most responsible decision. And then in other circumstances, you might be traveling somewhere that is not pet friendly. You may be traveling by air, or maybe you just don't want to take your pet, and that's okay too. So when you decide not to take your pet with you, you have a number of options. You can have your pet stay with a friend, you could have a friend or a pet sitter stay with your pet, or you might have the option to board your pet. And then you need to decide what the best option is going to be for you and your pet. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. You are here with Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society on Forward Radio 1065 FM. And we'll be back after a short break with some original music by John 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 Slater. There's a party in my imagination. Everybody's going to go. You'll be there in my old band. It's playing a song that everybody knows. It must be love. Oh, wait, I gotta go. But I'll see you all the next time at the party that's in my mind. Come on now. Na 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 na. Welcome back to Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society on Forward Radio 1065 FM. On the first half of our show, we talked about what to do with our dogs if we have a babysitter coming over to take care of small humans. And we also started talking about trying to decide if you're going to take your pet with you on an overnight trip. And if you're not taking them, some factors to consider when determining the best care options for your pet. And we're going to continue to talk about that a little bit more. And then we're going to talk a little bit about helping our pets if we are moving to a brand new home. Remember that change is hard for our pets. And whenever we can maintain their routine as much as possible, that's always the best option. For my own animals, if I can't bring them with me, I always prefer to have them stay at home and have a friend come stay at my house. That's what's comfortable for them. I have three dogs and two cats in my household, so if I'm able to keep all of my animals together in their environment and have somebody familiar that's coming to stay with them, that's going to be the closest thing to normal that I can possibly do for my critters. Now, for somebody else's animals and somebody else's household, what's normal and comfortable for those animals might look a little bit different. 
If you have a dog that goes to daycare on a regular basis and that daycare offers boarding, then boarding at that daycare facility might be totally normal, happy, and comfortable for your dog. And that might be something that's a great option for them. And in a lot of those cases, they have grooming services available, they get to play with their dog friends, they get to see staff that they see on a very regular basis. So that can be a great option for some of those dogs and it does help them maintain that normalcy and have a great time when you're gone. So that can be a phenomenal option for some dogs. And then there are other dogs that very regularly go to stay at a friend's house or you might regularly go visit parents, in-laws, and then going over to stay at their house for a weekend is totally normal, happy, and comfortable. So getting to stay with family or friends outside of your home for a few days is, again, a vacation. It's normal, comfortable, and fun for them. So it comes down to what is happy and normal and comfortable for your dog. And, of course, there are circumstances where any change is going to be difficult for your dog. Some dogs are anxious, they are nervous, and any time that you go out of town, it's going to be difficult and stressful. And so we want to be a little more intentional in these cases to set them up to be successful. It is inevitable at some point or another that we're going to have to travel. So whether you have something on the calendar or not, taking some steps to set yourself up so that you are ready to do those things and that you have prepared your dog at least to some extent to be ready to do something like that will absolutely serve you well. So if you have a family member or a friend that might be able to stay at your home with your pet, do some practice. Have that person come over, take your dog for a walk, spend some time, and really work on building a relationship with that pet. If you think boarding might be an option for them, but it's not something that you've done with your dog before, spend some time at that boarding facility. Consider trying an overnight trip. Let them go for daycare if daycare is an appropriate option for that dog. And always make sure that if you are going to board your dog, go and tour the facility first. Make sure that it's somewhere that you are comfortable leaving your dog And if you think a professional pet sitter is going to be the best option for them, taking some time to find a pet sitter or a pet professional that is going to be a good fit for them, that's going to make that trip and that transition that much easier. So taking those steps ahead of time is extremely helpful. And it never hurts to ask for references whether you are leaving your dog at a boarding facility or with any other pet sitter or pet care professional while you are out of town. So if your dog has any sort of behavior challenges, first, talk to your vet, work with a reputable, certified professional dog trainer. Remember that the Kentucky Humane Society does have training services available. We are happy to help and then start to lay the groundwork so that you have a plan in place 
when you need to utilize it. And nobody knows your dog better than you do. And you will know what the best decision is going to be for your pet. And when you are traveling and leaving your dog with a family member or a pet sitter, make sure that you leave emergency contact information, their vet records, your veterinarian's contact info, the nearest emergency clinic. Yes, this is just like leaving a child behind. Make sure that any pertinent information is easily accessible, along with any special notes or instructions. And if you do have a dog with any special needs, whether they are medical or behavioral, be sure to notify your trainer or your veterinarian that you are going out of town and leaving your dog with a sitter and that your sitter is able to contact those professionals if needed. So as promised, we're going to talk a little bit about what we do if we're not just going for a short trip. Not just a weekend or a week-long vacation, but a big old move. We are moving to a brand new home. So our dogs love routine. They like things to be comfortable and predictable. And when their routine is disrupted, that can be very stressful and very difficult for our animals. So... A move is a recipe for a lot of stress and a whole lot of challenges for our pets. And so it is really important if you are getting ready to move, to take some steps, to do everything you can to help your pet through this process. And nothing about it is going to be easy, but there are a lot of things that you can do to help them and to even take something that can be incredibly stressful and make the most out of it. You're going to hear me talk about this topic on and off quite a bit over the next couple of months because I'm going to be going through it myself. I am moving my household to a brand new home in a brand new state. My one-year-old, our three dogs, and our two cats. We do understand that it's going to be challenging for our pets, however we cut it, but we are already starting to take steps to make this a little easier on them, and we haven't even started packing our boxes yet. So as we go through this process, I'm just going to talk about the steps that we're taking and check in periodically and let y'all know how it's going. So wish me luck as we're going through this process. But... Here are the steps that we've taken so far. And if you're getting ready for a move, here are some things that I would encourage you to be thinking about as well. So before you even start packing boxes, like so many things that we do with behavior, everything comes back to know your pets, know your animals, and know yourselves and what's going to be realistic for you and your household. Of our three dogs, we have one that has already been through six moves. This is going to be his seventh move. I have to hand it to him, he is 13 years old. He's been through quite a lot already. He's a pretty laid back guy. 
this is probably not going to be as hard on him as it is going to be on the rest of the critters. We have another dog that is just happy to be cuddled, not terribly worried about what's going on as long as she can be on a lap. And then we have one dog that is nervous as can be. So the first thing I did with her was have a conversation with her vet and find out what options I have to help her. We also know that the ambient level of stress in the household goes up when there are big changes happening. And so we're trying to pay a little more attention to our dogs. We're trying to spend a little more time with them and get out of the house a little more often. And that is hard to do, especially when there is so much that needs to get done. But remember that our dogs are mirrors. And if we're stressed, they're going to be stressed. But the things that are going to help our dogs are probably going to help us too. So if you think that your dog could probably use a walk to reduce some of that stress, to be able to relax a little bit more, you'll probably feel a little better after that walk too. So remember to take breaks. Take some time and put together some enrichment activities for them. If your dog enjoys puzzle toys, invest in puzzle toys like a snuffle mat. Take some time to stuff and freeze their Kongs for them. Remember, this is a great time of year to do frozen Kongs. Those are great activities for our dogs, something to keep them busy. And as you are shuffling your house around, it can be very easy for us to disrupt our dog's settle spots. So be very mindful that you make sure your dog still has a safe place to settle in your house. Whether that is an area that's behind a gate or a room that you maintain as a safe place for your dog where you're not carrying boxes over their head where there is not a bunch of chaos and noise, even if the space has to shift periodically, that they always have a safe, comfortable place to be where they can relax while you are packing boxes. Some dogs want to be directly with you, and that's okay too, but make sure that even with so much going on that you're not ignoring your dog, you are still there to support them. And going back to what we spoke about earlier, it can be helpful, especially when you get to that last little push when you're getting out of your house, to send your dog on vacation. If your dog likes to go to daycare, sending them to boarding for a couple of days might be great for them. However, with so much change going on for some dogs, that could also be incredibly stressful. So you know your dog best. If your dog likes to stay with friends or family, if they have a place that they go regularly and they can go spend some time with somebody, or if you just have a friend that can come take your dog for a walk, get them out of the house to relax for a little while, those are all things that can be hugely helpful. But again, you know your dog best. Think ahead. Even with so much going on, make sure that you are also making plans for your dog. So meet with your vet, 
especially if you have a dog that tends to be on the anxious side. Make sure that even as you're shuffling your house around, your dog still has a safe, comfortable place to settle, and make sure that you are taking breaks and timeouts with your dog. Go for a walk. Make sure they still have enrichment activities and that you are still giving them lots of love and attention and appropriate outlet for their energy. You are here with Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society on Forward Radio 106.5 FM. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to visit our website, forwardradio.org, to catch more episodes of Sit, Stay, Listen, along with all of the other programming available from your grassroots community radio station. Everybody take care and have a great rest of your day. I think it's time to sit, stay.